You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Oh, you should see Jerry Hill oh, boogieing in right here. Boogie, Look boogie. Look at those moves. It's early season, but yeah. you're in mid-season Mid-season form dancing form. You well, put, you know, I got the repaired knee. Got rid of the crutches. Yeah, I got rid of the crutches, good. so I'm yep. ready to go. Yep, yep, yep. So, so uh, thank you to Dr. David Haynes for the uh, nice surgery. Shout out, Dr. Haynes. Shout out. Um, and uh, so, yeah, ready to go, man. You you really are uh, finished with the crutches. Fully, yeah. Uh, off crutches, um, still doing rehab uh, twice a week. I think maybe through mid September. So, but I'm I, like you said, I'm in I'm in good dancing form. <laughs> you got to tell her by the story about uh, young Zach. Yes, new with the Waco Tribune Herald. Yes, Zach uh, just started as the uh, Baylor football beat writer at the Tribune Herald, and we're at uh, Friday interviews. And he said he came over to me. He's like, hey. Um, <laughs> what's the deal with this intro on the John Morris show? <laughs> so I had to explain to him the victory dance, and actually uh, Michael Haig actually kind of helped with that explanation as well. Did he? So, nice. Yes, Michael, Michael knows the uh, – Knows the story behind all that. The so. history of yes. the victory dance. Victory dance. That's true. I yeah. hope there's a bunch this year. Absolutely. Well, uh, how was your weekend? We're kind of running out of weekends before football now. Yeah, it was funny, John. Um, you know, I asked you if you were going to that scrimmage, and I don't think you were planning on it because your daughter's birthday. And I just, I just decided this is one of the last chances. So I, Saturday and Sunday, I did zero work. There you go. Like it okay. was, is incredible. Um, so yeah, it was good and good to get a little rest and and all that and ready to go for these uh, last two weeks before the opener. All right, very good. Football, uh, what you've seen yeah. and the recent interviews. We did get to visit with Coach Aranda on right. Friday after a morning practice on Friday. Um, you know, it it just seems like they're just they just got their head down. They're doing their work right. and getting done what they need to get done. Yeah, I think it's been kind of that way throughout most of the camp. I mean, they're they're very much kind of in their own world and doing their thing. And, uh, you know, it, it changes obviously a little bit this week with school starting and everything. But, uh, yeah, for those first two and a half weeks, it was, it was football. You know, I mean, that was, uh, you know, I, I think one of the players talked about it. It's like, uh, you know, they were up there from early in the morning here, early in the morning till late at night. So a little bit off their plate in terms of that. But, you know, it's kind of replaced by school. Um, so priorities a little different now, but, uh, you know, they'll still get plenty of football in, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And classes, uh, first day of classes on the Baylor campus today. today. So yep. getting that going, uh, a- as they should. Yep. How about, uh, how about soccer? Got right. the uh, school year off to uh, a good start. One over Oregon, yep. four, zero. And... No, that was two, zero. Uh... Four, zero was in the exhibition game. Oh, okay. That was four, zero. <laughs> 2-0 over Oregon. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. And then dropped a, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, 2-1 decision 2-1. to Nebraska yesterday. But a 1-1 one one start on that right. long road trip. Yeah, I mean, considering, like you said, that's a that's a road trip, uh, two power five teams. Uh, you know, Oregon, I think, was one you kind of went in thinking, 
you'd have a good chance. I think they only won like four games last year. Um, so, but it was good. It was good to get a win like that. A couple of newcomers scored goals, uh, there. Um, and then, uh, Callie Conrad, the freshman, um, scored, uh, against Nebraska on Sunday. So again, we're right there with, uh, Nebraska held them scoreless the second half. Uh, but, uh, you know, just didn't have enough, but, uh, I think the the good sign was, particularly in that first game, I mean, they they had 22 shots, I think maybe 12 on goal or something like that. So they're they're getting their shots. They didn't have as many uh, against Nebraska, but, uh, you know, I think that's a good sign. And, and like I said, they, they really struggled scoring last year. So, I mean, if you, if you include the exhibitions, I believe that's 10 goals uh, wow. in the four games. Wow. So – um, considering they scored like 15 or 16 last <laughs> right. year All to last score, season. yeah, to score 10 goals, including the exhibition. So I think I think they're showing that they've got a uh, little bit more of an attack than they had last year. Mackenzie Short is in goal for them, and like I said, shut out Nebraska in the second half. Shut out Oregon for the whole game. I was thinking they were going to split the goalkeeping duties, but uh, Mackenzie took it for both. Uh, she's an OU transfer. Very good. So uh, one and one, they stay on the road. They'll finally play at home, I think, on the 31st. I believe that's right. Is yeah. their first uh, home match yeah. of the year. Uh, and volleyball, a couple of exhibitions yeah. uh, since the last time we talked, the green yeah. and gold exhibition. Then against A&M over the weekend, yeah. and you've got the stat sheet in front of you there. What, right here. Uh, <laughs> how did that one play out? Um, good. Uh, really I don't know that they dominated the first two sets, but they kind of won the first two sets fairly easily, uh, 25-22, but A&M really kind of switched the gears and, and won the third set 25-13, and Baylor won the fourth, uh, kept it from going five sets, uh, winning 27-25 in the fourth. Uh, and really kind of in both, John, the, the one that's really kind of stood out um, has been Kendall Stowers, um, the freshman. Uh, as as Madeline Allen said, uh, kind of put up Yossi numbers in Whoa. this A&M. <laughs> and Yossi was there to watch it, too. Was so really? that's kind of cool. But, yeah, she had 24 kills, hit 300, um, also had nine digs and two service aces. So wow. Really big game for her. Um, yeah, just – uh, all, all around great game for her. Uh, I think Avery had 51 uh, assists. Manuela Bibinbe. Uh-huh. That's easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> nine kills and four blocks. Um, she's a JUCO transfer, uh, first team All American last year. So she's really kind of stepped into that role. And Allie Check had some good numbers in that game as well and, and had a really good gold green and gold scrimmage so yeah i think they're off to a good start and uh boy this will be a tough opening week you know playing minnesota and wisconsin uh, at minnesota in the big 10 big 12 challenge but uh you know i think it it'll be a good measuring stick for them though to see hey where are we you know because i think coach mcguire likes to see that you know where where is this team and and certainly if you can come away with a win out of those two that's huge those are both you know, top eight, I think, um, teams. So, yeah, it'd be good, great to get a get a win there. But, you know, if you can just be competitive and kind of see where you are, I think that will be good coming out of that opening week. That's in Minnesota in later Minnesota. this week, Friday and Saturday. And that 
Big Ten, Big 12 challenge yep. finally comes to Waco next year. Okay. So there have been four schools. Oh, wow. Uh, the other three will have now hosted, and Baylor finally gets to host, which would be pretty cool to have here in Waco to start the season oh, next cool. year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was at Fort Worth. Yeah, it's been in Fort Worth. Yeah, it's been, been in Madison. S- yep. Yep, so in Minneapolis this week. Finally makes it to Waco. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be fun, yeah. And they play volleyball plays at home Friday week against uh, against Rice. Okay. Yeah, the oh, uh, Shelby, Shelby Livingstone. Yeah, the Shelby Livingstone Bowl <laughs> on <right>. September 1st. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so that's volleyball. Yeah. And uh, the news that we were checking yeah. on to make sure we could talk about yeah. this, you've, you've been cleared. I have been right cleared. to talk yes. about this. This is pretty cool news. Yeah, no, this is good. Uh, we already knew Baylor had been selected to host the NCAA tennis team championships in, in May of uh, 2025. Mm-hmm. So a year, you know, another academic year away. Um, but uh, just recently, or I guess goes out today that the, the Baylor Waco will also host the, this will be the first time they've ever done this where they pull out the single and doubles championships and have them in the fall instead mm. of following the team championships in the spring. So we will host the first, I think Colin describes it as the pilot yeah. um, for the NCAA singles and doubles championships in wow. probably October, November yeah. of 24. So still, a, you know, a year away, but so twice in that academic year, you know, the top players in the country will be right here, collegiate players in the country. So that'll be cool. Um, you know, I, I consider this kind of a tennis town, um, you know, having followed it, you know, most of my time in Waco, I, I do think this is definitely a tennis town. I think they'll get behind this. Uh, and that'll be really cool, John, to be able to host both of those. Those are big events. And, you know, obviously Baylor, you know, doing what it did with facilities is why those are here. You know, we hosted uh, the team championships, I guess, back in 15. Right. Um, Which was know, really not, fun. Oh, I know. Here. It was yeah. great having it here. And at that point, as it will be even through this year, Everything, you know, was was in that same – both in the spring, you know. So uh, I think this will be interesting and kind of interesting to see how it goes because, you know, you're you're used to having, you know, the team championship followed by the singles and doubles. I think, though, what it does is, uh, you know, your your focus is so much on team, you know, that that's – you know, and and after that, now you still got to you got to go back out there and play as individuals. So I think separating it that way and putting it in the fall, I think it, it does make sense because the fall is really more individual. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of you know individual tournaments and stuff like that. So the focus in the fall is individual. The focus in the spring is is team. So it just kind of makes sense to have the uh, singles and double. Uh, championships in the in the fall. So, yeah, yeah. Baylor getting to host both of those. That's really cool. Yeah, so that'll be fine. We don't have any dates yet, though, no, right? Uh, I, and I know the like I said, I know the the team championships will be like late May, right? May fifteenth, right. May twentieth, right? That right. I don't know on the on the singles and doubles, but my guess would be because you would probably want to have it a little bit toward the end of the fall. So I would say maybe you know late October, early November. And obviously, you know, with Baylor having the indoor, you, you yeah. have that you well, know, capability. Be, it'll be under 100 by then, so it'll <laughs> be great. Yeah. I'm calling well, we it. hope. I'm calling it right we now. Hope. My goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be fun, though, um, just hosting both of those. And, and uh, we'll keep uh, Colin Pirtle hopping yes. a little bit. And I think he's got the uh, – 
Big 12 track and field championships coming up in this spring. Oh, my so gosh. <laughs> he's going to have a pretty busy year-and-a-half stretch there. That's great. Yeah. Colin with athletic communications, yeah. and he can handle that. Absolutely. A he's of a his young. sports there. He's young. He can oh, handle yeah. all that. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's right. Well, that's cool. That's big news, and that's yeah. just out today about that, which is a significant change uh, by the NCAA yeah. to separate yeah. those. Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I think – like we talked about earlier, I, I just think that's such a grind when you have, you know, basically, I guess, six rounds mm-hmm. of team mm-hmm. competition. And then, you know, you even have, you know, week to week and a half of, of team competition at the final site. So now to separate that where it's not another, you know, week to week and a half for the singles and doubles championships, I think that's huge. And I think maybe you'll get more of a true champion. Um, you know, Baylor has won some of those. Yeah. Um, uh see, Benedict Dorsch won the first one in 04, and then uh, Baylor actually swept them in 05 when Zuzana Zimanova won as a freshman, and Benjamin Becker um, won uh, that year as well. So, um, yeah, Baylor's won three of those championships, have not won a doubles championship, but I think they've been to the semifinals a couple times, so um, have had some success. But, um, like I said, I think you'll have maybe more of a true champion in this format. Right, right. Yeah. Well, very good. Uh, what else? A little media mixer coming up tonight? Got a tonight. media mixer tonight, so that'll be fun. We mix had the one – yeah, mix it up a little bit. We'll have, we had the one with the football coaches uh, a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and that was fun. Um, and this will be all of the head coaches or the other head coaches for the different sports. So that'll be fun having all of them there and, and a lot of the media there as well. So that'll be a fun time. And I don't know if you've seen the bracket – do we want to talk about this? I, I don't know. Okay. Um, is that supposed to be a surprise? To I the don't media? know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, let's don't let's. We don't. won't say what it uh, what the competition is. Let's say there'll be some sporting activity, a sporting activity involving the media. And um, I don't know if this is giving too much away, but uh, <laughs> two uh, two media members from in house will be facing off each other in a play-in game. <laughs> I saw that that's on the how, bracket. That's how, it's a play-in. That's, huh? that's how much respect they have for you and yeah, I. That we're, we actually have to the, play our way into the, first a, to the tournament. Yeah, we're first four. <laughs> so we're the first two. <laughs> I was hoping I might have a chance to just kind of be the, the, the MC, host. Or the MC. host, yeah. yeah. Well, which, w- which would give you concede, so then then I'll just kind well, of advance I'm, in the tournament. I'm not so. conceding anything. We'll, well talk about it at I our mean, meeting. We'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, cross country starting next Friday. Okay. So that was the other fall sport. Uh, and uh, don't know a whole lot about that team yet because we haven't like had any media or anything. Uh, but again, young Colin told me that uh, four of the leaders coming back are Riley Hodge and. Drew Snyder on the men's side, Jordan Lettington and Hayden Golden Gold on the women's side. So uh, some new faces, a lot of new new people there, but uh, you know a few of the new a uh, few of the vets coming back. So yeah. they start next Friday at at Incarnate Words meet in San Antonio. So very that's cool. when they'll kick it off. All right, very good. Thanks for the information. Absolutely. Appreciate it. That was fun. You want to say hi to Bobby Baker? Bob Baker, love to see you. It'll be great uh, seeing you next, what was that, next Saturday. Yeah, Saturday week. Maybe I'll see you next Wednesday at the Coaches Show. Coaches Show. There's some more news there. Bobby Baker, man.
I miss him. Getting it going again. Yeah, the, get, the whole band back get, together. Getting it going. Yeah. All right, Jerry Hill with us, Baylor Insider. We appreciate him. And let's do this. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. It's a Monday it's quiet at the Baylor Club on a Monday. They are, believe it or not, uh, closed on Mondays. But it's usually to get uh, re- refreshed from the weekend and get ready for a new week. So uh, nothing today, but back at it tomorrow morning. Check it out. Check out their schedule on the web, thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Or you can always give them a call, 254-710-8080. Chanel will most likely answer the phone. Uh, they have others that do that, but it uh, seems like Chanel's there every time I'm there. But whoever answers the phone, they can direct you to the uh, correct person if you want to talk to someone about membership, about uh, booking a, a, a location for a private event coming up, or just making a reservation for a meal, an upcoming meal. Bob and Jerry might go to lunch together at the Baylor Club. Check it all out on the web, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call at 254-710-8080. 